Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rival's pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step to 53342. New York, call the 24-7 Hope Line at 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Welcome back to another episode of Black Opinions Matter, motherfucker. I am your host, Trey Edwards, a.k.a. Black Trey. Uh, as always, joined by Big Jerv, uh, Juju Gotti, and Jay Skills. We got a fun episode today. We're going to talk about uh, a little D- DJ Envy. Uh, is he in jail? Or is he not? Is he working for Breakfast Club? Is he not? Uh <laughs> We got Talcum X. He has returned. He is still scamming. We have uh, how to celebrate Halloween like a real nigga. Um, the panel gives their predictions for the NBA, and then we're going to catch up with uh, fantasy football. Uh, for all our listeners, patreon.com, B-O-M-M, subscribe. Do not bootleg our shit. Support the product. Support the homies. Let's get everybody paid. Let's start the show. Um, all right. Sean King, man, aka Talcum X, bro. This shit we've been seeing. What what's going on, Jason? Yeah, so apparently the nigga was on uh Instagram doing his uh ghetto scams, trying to get over on people <laughs> that are uh going through uh real trials and tribulations, war crimes and the like, and you know, his grift is to fundraise off of other people's sorrows. And, uh, yeah, apparently he stated that he was instrumental in getting some hostages released in this Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Uh, so instrumental that he was also talking behind the scenes with other people about ending the whole conflict 
itself and that he will have some real interesting news for you guys soon, but you just got to donate in order to, you know, basically stop the, uh, the conflict in the Middle East. Just that's what I surmise from the situation. This instrumentals, this nigga making beats? <laughs> Yo, I've seen it. I was gonna say I seen a tweet where a white man said, "I'm white, but I'm not giving my money to Sean King white." It's crazy, bro. How is he getting people to continue to fall for this shit? He's got wow. Instagram followers. It's like the number one currency on the internet. Like people, if you have followers and people are commenting on your stuff, people will fall for it, bro. Sean King is not a mountain climber. Even he's not even fit. He raised sixteen thousand dollars to climb seven mountains on seven continents. If you know, the seventh continent is Antarctica. He got supporters to donate miles to his family so they could watch his climb, and he quit training after day one. What's up, bro? He ends up going on a vacation in Washington with his family. How is he continue to do this? In the words of Breaking Bad, he can't keep waiting, getting away with this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, how are people that gullible, me? I don't know, man. I, I, I'm just thinking about how I could do the same shit, man. <laughs> how can I get on his level? All right. I'm not. Lord, I've seen what you've done for others. <laughs> Lord, I've seen what you've done for others. <laughs> Sick man, hell no, nah, man. Um, DJ Envy in trouble. Another Jason. scammer. Another what's going, another what's popular going scammer. What's going on? What's going on with DJ Envy, man? DJ Envy and Big Pun. Wow. Nah, stop calling my man Big Pun, man. No, no big a, pun, baby. I know, I know. He's not Big Pun, but that was that was part of the funniest part of this whole situation. Donnell niggas, Rollins. The niggas found out that Donnell Rollins' clip was him making fun of DJ Envy and his ex-convict, soon-to-be future convict homeboy selling houses who does resemble uh, a certain Bronx MC. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so D DJ Envy, uh, who's, you know, most famous for getting clowned by Jesus and Mero, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I really know the nigga for. Um, and obviously, the host of the Breakfast Club was Charlemagne and Angela Yee, who's no longer on the show apparently because he may or may not have scammed her out of some real estate money. But he was constantly promoting this guy, uh, Caesar Pena, as somebody to give your money to to help you become a real estate baron of some sort on the east coast um and yeah apparently joe budden warned him um charlamagne definitely laughed at him on the radio <laughs> multiple times when he's talking about it and uh mm -hmm. rick ross is, and funk flex have also extensively clowned dj envy for uh, now being involved in what looks like a federal crime so the feds came up to iHeartRadio, radio uh going through whatever his shit looking for him to question who knows but the vans arrived the show's over it's time to shut down the carnival and start talking to them boys 
damn. Hey, man, that, stop scamming crazy. niggas, man. It's crazy how many motherfuckers clown him in the moment. Like, this ain't no hindsight is twenty twenty. That clip of Joe saying, this shit is either, you're either going to go broke or this shit is a scam. Which is true. Anytime, by the way, for the record, anytime someone tells you there's an investment opportunity with a guaranteed 30% return, that's a scam. I don't need to hear nothing else about Listen, it. That is a scam. Any nigga, any nigga calling me that I ain't talked to in five years with a plan, no, nigga. <laughs> no, no. Don't call me, bro, with no fucking plan if I ain't talked to you in five years. The way he set oh. it up, he was like, I had to hit up my Desert Storm family. For one, I didn't know Joe Budden was in Desert Storm. I don't think that yes, he was. Yes, triangle offense. He was. That's crazy. But yeah, he said he hit up his Desert Storm fam. And Joe Budden immediately told that nigga, this shit sounds like a scam and you're going to jail. If, you don't, if that doesn't raise a red flag and you're already dealing with a ex a recent ex felon then you deserve everything you got coming to you brother you know what i'm saying like you didn't do your due diligence you was either too dumb for the scam or you was in on it <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's one or the other sick nigga um last topic how to celebrate halloween like a real nigga we adults you mean and jerk y'all got kids i, I mean but- yeah like like there's two answers do you have kids if you got kids it's basically just like taking them trick-or-treating basically you know if you got a a two-parent household or whatever one person man the crib the other person walk with the kids that's it if you like not got kids you got to go somewhere where all the girls are going to be dressed very scantily like i'm a nurse i'm a cat they asses out and everything Lots of alcohol, everybody out having a good time. And I don't give a damn, man, like how old you are. If that is made available to you and you ain't got other family responsibilities, you go ahead and go do that. What is niggas dressing up as, bro? Hey, I'm going to just walk around with a cardboard sign that say real nigga. Yo, like that that's the thing. <laughs> are you really going to do that? One of y'all. But that's the, real, that's the real shit, Trey, is that like them's the costumes to be the biggest hit. Right. You do something like that. So I've done, I've worn cert, like actual surgical scrubs and a mask. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm doctor whatever. And like, just, and like with a stethoscope, like, let me check your pulse and shouldn't be feeling up titties and whatever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, what, allegedly, what's, allegedly. what's, what's your, what's your, what's your, your wildest costume you've ever worn? Wildest costume? Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher-turned-podcast producer, and I'm here to talk to you about ButcherBox. ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum-sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. 
You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. I think one of two things. When I wore a suit and I walked around and I, I just talked like Obama the whole night. And that shit really went well. My mother's like, oh, what are you supposed to be? That's a lazy costume. I'm like, is it a lazy costume? Let me ask my wife, uh, Michelle, Sasha, Malia. Like, is this a lazy costume? And then well, we're like, oh, shit, this motherfucker sound like Obama. Like, yeah. Yo, being mind blown is fucking funny. <laughs> Somebody just losing it because he's just like, oh, I didn't think that much. Jerk, what's, what's, your, what's, the, what's your wildest costume you've ever did? Mm, I'm, not, I'm not really a costume individual, so I would say I did. Uh, I was Will Smith one year with the, with the great fives and all that shit. From Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Nigga, did you yeah, have hair or no? I did not, but the person I was with was Lisa, so we did like the whole Lisa and Will Smith. Okay. Shit. Yeah, so you know. You shouldn't. You should have bought the fake flat top, dog. That yeah. shit would have been amazing. Nah, I'm not. I'm not putting no wig on. Niggas would have called you Uncle Phil. Uh, Justin Justin Tinsley one year, him and uh, and my homegirl Kelly that work over at Undefeated, or I guess Anscape, they went as Tupac and uh, and Janet Jackson from Poetic Justice. Oh, that's and, like if you see the pictures, it's fire. Like they they definitely nailed it. Jason, what's your wildest costume? I don't know if I had wild ones. So I worked uh, at the spot in Hollywood, like a post-production facility for a few years. And so uh, I was I was Jason for one year. That was the first time I was ever Jason. So I wore a hockey mask to work. You uh, or, or actually the, the, the serial killer? No, I wore, the, I wore the hockey mask. Okay, no, I just had to make sure. funny, like you would. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Would yeah, yeah, no, I wore a hockey mask to work. Sorry, sorry, tomatoes, 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 tomatoes. Yeah, <laughs> <a bad joke. laughs> and then I... Um, so we are our, our like office dressed up and I was Gilligan from Gilligan's Island. That was a pretty interesting costume, <laughs> um, especially because I was like the only black dude there. So it was like I was the main yeah. character. It was pretty funny. And did then they uh, know? did people know? Yeah, they knew because it was like a, it was I did the whole like thing with the with the parachute pants and the but hat. I'm going to say this because I went as baby Billy one year. Nobody knew. Shit. <laughs> Nobody knew. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, yeah. what are you supposed to be? A grandma? Yeah. I'm like, fuck y'all, man. <laughs> y'all are like, y'all, y'all are like really festive. Like y'all really get dressed up out Halloween like that. Nah, like not not shirt? not generally. Like that's what I'm saying. I only okay. did it for work, and then I was a T-Rex one year. You know that T-Rex costume that people have? Mm-hmm. That shit is hilarious. <laughs> I don't care. Like, because there's a picture of me at my desk, but it looks like a T-Rex. Out of that, it's just that joke always just works for me. 
but I, I but I don't generally like if I'm going out to a party or anything like I'm not getting dressed you know what I'm saying I'm I, I feel like Trey I'm too much of a real nigga to be like wearing costumes you know like <laughs> what am I gonna dress up as um funny funny enough I saw this shit on on uh, Twitter a nigga was dressed up as the rose joint you saw that Oh, the actual like the vibrator rose. Yeah, the rose toy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I was like, I would do uh, what's your name? Um, Vampire in Brooklyn. I would go with Eddie Murphy from Vampire in Brooklyn. That's a hard costume. That'd be like, fly. I feel like you know what I'm saying. You gotta figure out how to make a fly shit and still be a real nigga at the same time. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, my wildest costume was Ace Boogie paid in full. I had the bandage and shit and the head and neck. And I was like, I'm breathing different, nigga. Um, I was walking around fucking uh, Mill Ave in Tempe. It's a kid and fucking wasted. Um, but yeah, man, I think the wildest costume I ever wore though was Spider-Man. I dressed up in the full suit and uh, I was walking around with the fucking, I had a mask under the mask because it was COVID. And that's when niggas was getting shamed for going outside. So like niggas didn't know it was me. So niggas got shamed and did not breathe. Was it that nigga? Were you? Were you uh the New York Spider Man? Yeah, no, no, I wasn't. I wasn't that one. I was literally in the Spider Man suit, like a tight fitted one, like just just posted. But that shit was so fucking funny, dog. Like I was in Portland just mobbing. Acting like I was the friendly one. So you, so you had tights on. You wore the tights. The whole shit out there. See, that's what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not wearing no tights, big dog. Like (laughs) niggas missing with that whole shit. That's why I'm like, all the costumes they have you doing tricky shit, and I'm just, it's not, it's not going down, bro. It's just tricky shit. Yeah, it's just not going down. Like, hey, I just, I just sent the picture to the chat. Not for the kids' holiday, and that's the whole thing. Like, like kind of what Amin said. How. Halloween is for kids and girls who want to dress slutty. You know what I'm saying? Like a nigga dressed, putting the tights on. That's the that's you, the you see me, you see me with the tights on, looking crazy. Uh, pause. Pause. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> they see me with the tights on. <laughs> right, this nigga's wild. What kind, of, what kind of shoes did you have on? Nigga, I was walking around with the nothing, no shoes, bro. Just, just no shoes out there on the Kanye. No, get out of here. You was walking you know outside how, barefoot, bro. No, so with you know the tight, that with the tight bottoms on. The, the, the tight bottoms, but like I had this nigga had a was like a two year old with a onesie on walking around <laughs> in public. So wow. what I wore, so what I wore was two pair of socks, and I just used that as a pattern. You are wow. crazy. That's I, I just, crazy. I played up to the road. It was the real suit. That motherfucker cost two hundred fifty dollars, nigga. You could have wore the Jordans like the Black Spider Man. You feel me? Like that nigga didn't exist yet. Miles <laughs> yeah, he did. You just no, didn't I, see the movie. I, you had seen the movie, nigga. <laughs> it was already out. <laughs> he was just late. Hey, I said I wore some fucking some gray sweatshorts over it in a fucking zip hoodie, right? Bro, you should have. That's what you should have did, my nigga. The fact that yeah, you was, was out like, here in a full onesie with no <laughs> shoes hey, on I ain't go, in I New ain't gonna York lie. City is insane. No, nah, that was in Portland. I was I couldn't oh. believe I, it was the hardest shit to pee. Like I had to take that shit off like a motherfucking. The, the 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 joint you got to zip and peel it all out and then 
put that shit to your waist and, and tie it so you could use the bathroom, bro. That shit was nuts. Um, but yeah, man, we're gonna end the show on that end. I ain't gonna wear none of no fucking costume this year. I'm probably gonna watch some motherfucking vampire movies and some wild shit. Yeah, that shit out. Um, for me, for Jason Madison, for Big Jer, for Juju, this has been an episode of Black Opinions Matter, motherfucker. Catch y'all next time.